0: Pastor Varun and Pastor Da Hopperson would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ.
1: A lot of things that you see in our church here come from our core values, such as next Sunday, we're going to learn about the church is a family. We will learn that church is not an organization. It's a family. We are brother and sister, and we take care of one another, and we love one another. We already learned that our core value is to yield to everything that God says in the Bible. This book is above me. Whatever the book says, I yield to the book, the Bible. If I preach anything that is not in the Bible, you can come and tell me, and I will come up and say sorry to the whole congregation. Because I believe that the Bible holds the highest authority in the truth in the church. Not only that, we yield to the Holy Spirit. We thank God for the Holy Spirit. That we don't need to do things by our own, but we have the helper. Two Sundays ago, we learned about the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And today we will continue. Actually, I really thank God for the Holy Spirit all this time. Because he guides us and he he tells us what to do. He will help us to make the right choice. And we're going to continue to learn what the Bible says about the Holy Spirit. I know that you may hear this subject again and again, but one day God speak to me. You may know certain truth in the Bible, but it doesn't mean that you have arrived. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. You know a truth at this level, but when you hear more, the depth of understanding will go high and deeper and much more faith in your heart to be able to practice that truth that's why don't look down on some basic teaching or something that you think you have already kn- known about it but you need to receive it and put into your heart and say god expand my understanding give me more faith in this truth give me more insight and so that I can really walk out by power to do the work of God, so that I can become like Christ. So I want to encourage all of you that just come here like a children and just receive the Word of God like you receive from the Father in heaven. Amen? Amen. So we're going to look at the Bible together. What the Holy Spirit help us, how the Holy Spirit will help us if we yield to Him. I yield to the Holy Spirit all the time. Yesterday, I operated on a brain tumor. It's about maybe two inches inside in the back of the head here. I thought that it would take me only two hours. It took me six hours to get it out all day long. And the whole time, the Holy Spirit was guiding my hand and telling me what to do next every single minute. And the patient came out fine, happy, completely whole. No deficit at all. It's one of the most difficult tumors I have taken out in my life. But I depended on the Holy Spirit the whole six hours. God told me exactly what to do in every single step. I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us wisdom and understanding. How many people want wisdom? It's different between having intellects or high IQ, but having wisdom. Some people are very intellectual and very smart, and they can have PhD. They can have many diplomas on the wall, but they make a lot of mistakes. They make the wrong decision. They meet the wrong friend. They put in the wrong investment. They don't know the time and what to do and where and when. Wisdom is from God. It's not from education. Wisdom means that God gives you special understanding and insight to be able to make the right choice, do the things at the right time, speak the right word to the right people, and learn how to say no to the thing that you need to not need to do, and you learn how to say yes, you know what to move. Wisdom is more than just intellectual, and every one of us needs wisdom in our daily life. God gives us wisdom through, through sources. Number one, by having the fear of God. And number two, come by the Holy Spirit. The Bible called the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Wisdom. I can see so many men in the Bible, so many godly people in the Bible who were filled with the Holy Spirit and they were walking in the wisdom of God. One of the examples is Joseph. How many people know Joseph? Joseph was a man that I honor so much. He was one of my heroes in the Bible. He feared God. He did not commit adultery. He did not even play game with anything that is called sin. And God loved him, and God filled him with the Holy Spirit, and God used him to exercise the wisdom from heaven. In Genesis chapter 41, at that time, Pharaoh asked them, Can we find anyone like this man, one in whom is the Spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. Do do you like your boss to call you into the the office and say, in this company, I have never seen anybody as wise as you. Because the Spirit of God is upon you. Amen. I like the boss to tell me like that. I like people to tell me, you are so wise, you are so full of wisdom. And the wisdom comes from the fear of God and comes from the Holy Spirit. That's why we need to love the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and we need to yield to the Holy Spirit. We need to really welcome the Holy Spirit in our life, and then we're going to have a lot of wisdom. Amen? I have done well all these years as a neurosurgeon in Seattle because I have the Spirit of God. And God give me wisdom every single day in my job. God give me wisdom every single day in my ministry because I love the Holy Spirit, and I want the Holy Spirit to work in my life. Look at another man in the Bible, Joshua, in Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse 9, says, Now Joshua, the son of Nun, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands on him. Our church believing in the laying on of hand. We believe in impartation by the laying on of hand is basic teaching in the Bible. It's foundational truth that we lay hand on people. And we believe that the Spirit of God can be imparted into people. And the Spirit can give you wisdom how to handle things in your life. Amen. I notice that people who love to come to the altar call to be laid hand on, they usually have very supernatural wisdom that I can see in their life that they change all this year. Because they will receive the Spirit of God. And the Spirit of God gives them wisdom. The Bible says, God gives grace to the humble. When you come out to the altar call to be prayed for, you show that you are humble. God, I cannot help myself. I need your help. I'm going to run to the altar. I'm going to run to you and ask you to help me. I cannot help myself. Coming to the altar to be prayed for by the laying on of hand is a sign of humility. You humble yourself, and God gives grace to you. And God gives you wisdom. In Daniel chapter 5, another man beside Joseph, beside Joshua, Daniel, at that time, King Belshazzar saw a finger of God writing on the wall in a party at that time, in a feast. And look at what the Bible say. Chapter 5, verses 11 to 12. There there is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of holy gods in him. In the time of your father, he was found to have insight. How many people want to have insight? When you see things you can see deeper inside what's going on, the problem inside that situation. Insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. King Nebuchadnezzar, your father, your father, the king, I say appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and diviners. This man, Daniel, whom the king called Belshazzar, was found to have a... Keen mind and knowledge and understanding. And also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles and solve difficult problems. Wisdom. Solve difficult problems. Come from the spirit of God. Even Jesus himself. The prophecy in the Bible regarding his first coming. The Bible said that he was filled with the spirit of wisdom. In Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. He means Jesus, the Messiah. The spirit of wisdom and of understanding. Even Jesus himself, when he talked, when he taught, he was talking and teaching with the wisdom of God. He has a lot of words of wisdom when he answers people's questions. I like to be like Jesus. I want to be filled with the spirit of wisdom. Therefore, our church welcomes the Holy Spirit. We are not a shame of the Holy Spirit. Amen? Amen. One day when you go to heaven, you will thank your pastor that I fear God more than man. Amen. A lot of time when we bring the Holy Spirit into the church, some members will leave the church. Some people who have a lot of money will not like it, and they leave the church. You know why? because they want to be in control. They use money to control the pastor. They use money to control the church. So when the pastors start to move in the Holy Spirit, they leave. But I want to tell you, in this church, people cannot control me with money, because I have money myself. <laughs> Number two, they cannot control me, because I fear God more than man. And it's my job as a father of this church, to take care of the, children of God. I'm not here to please anybody. I'm here to make sure that you grow and you will be strong Christian. Therefore, I will welcome the Holy Spirit in this church and I will not be a shame of the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is moving and people get touched, we will not be a shame because that is good for the members. I sit five days a week in my office meeting patients, some people have long lists of medication. Some of them, five pages. I met a lady on Friday. She is only 40 years old with three kids. She walked into my office with a cane. Back pain of unknown reason. MRI is negative. Neck pain of unknown reason. All the pain doctor could not treat her. She came to me to seek help. I wait for next time and she get to me no more. I'm going to tell her. The answer is Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Not the doctor yeah. I'd rather come out to the outer call, get lay hand and fall under the power than to take five pages of medication, rather than to be depressed, taking Valbutrin, have back pain, neck pain, have surgery and cancer and heart disease and heart attack and died. I'd rather the, have the Holy Spirit come into my life and cleanse all the junk out of me, cleanse all the thing out of me so that I can be healthy and strong and will not be taken advantage by demons. You notice that our members in this church rarely get sick. Why? Because we are not a chain of the Holy Spirit. And I tell you the truth, a lot of people who come to see me in my office are Christians because they know about me through churches, and they're sick because they've never been touched by the Holy Spirit. They've never been cleansed by the fire of God. Let me ask you to, right now between Welbutrin or amitriptyline or percocet and morphine and dilordid and, and hydromorphone and methadone and the dose of the Holy Spirit, which one are you going to choose? Yes. Okay, thank God. <clears throat> I try to convince you that you need to be yielding to the Holy Spirit and welcome the fire of God to come and cleanse you every single day. Amen. Amen? When Jesus was walking around preaching, people were so amazed with the wisdom he spoke. Look at Matthew 13, 54. Coming to his hometown, he began teaching the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom? And these miraculous powers, where did Jesus get these powers and this wisdom? The Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. I want to be like Jesus. I walk around with wisdom and power to help people. Amen. And the Bible says we can ask for the Holy Spirit. We can ask for the wisdom of God. Ephesians 1, verse 17 says, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation." Paul prayed that God give these members the spirit of wisdom so they know how to handle their life. They know how to handle their business. They know how to serve you. They know how to say yes and no to the circumstances. They know what kind of people they should associate with. They have the wisdom how to spend money. Wisdom is something you cannot buy with money and with education, but come from the Lord. I pray that you all will seek the wisdom of God. Amen? The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 5, if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God. And you need to fear God and yield to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Everyone say, wisdom. Another thing that the Holy Spirit is doing is to be the teacher. He teaches you the Word of God. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, 20-21, Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. But for prophecy never had its own origin, in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who inspired people to write the Bible, to write this book. This book is not a textbook like scientific textbook, accounting textbook that you try to read to gain human understanding. This is full of life, full of power. It's a spiritual word from God. It's the word of the Spirit, Ram. You can use your intellect to read and understand at certain level. But if you want to understand deeper level, the depth of God's mystery, the depth of God's truth, you need the revelation of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit needs to enlighten your eye and teach you and open you to understand the real meaning and the truth in the Bible. If you read the Bible without the Holy Spirit, it will be just a historical book. It will be just a religious book. But the Holy Spirit will teach us the deep thing of God. Amen. We'll not just understand the deep things of God as a truth, but you will really know God. Lately, I begin to realize one truth about being a pastor. I noticed a lot of people's behavior in the church and in other churches too. I watch people's behavior. And I find out that a lot of behaviors that happen, the lifestyle, the way they act, the way they live, come out from how much they know their God. Amen? Yeah. How much they know their God. The Holy Spirit will help you to know. When I say no, I don't mean knowledge. Like one plus one equals two. Or two plus two equals four. That is the knowledge. But when I say no, I'm talking about relationship. You have relationship with God, and you know what He thinks. You know what is in His mind. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. A lot of things that you may be doing and you were thinking maybe come from the secular thinking, but not heavenly thinking. And you need to really know Him. And when you know Him, you will act in a different way. Hallelujah. We need to know God, and the Holy Spirit is the one who can really pull out the truth and understanding so that we can really know who God is and how He thinks, how He can move, and how, what His idea. We really need to have that relationship with God, walk with God. Amen. John chapter 14, verse 26, But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. And will remind you of everything I have said to you. You remember about Peter. Peter was a fisherman. He was not a well educated person. He did not even go to MD and Bible school. He just hung out with Jesus for three years. And on the day of Pentecost, after he got filled with the fire of God and the Holy Spirit, he stood up and he preached by the fire, by the presence of the Holy Spirit. And he was able to explain the scripture from the book of Joel very well. He did not preach out of intellectual, out of being scholar in the Bible school, but he was preaching out of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 verse 14 to 16, then Peter stood up with the eleven. This event happened after he was filled with the fire of God. Raised his voice and addressed the crowd, for fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Peter was able to explain the Bible by the revelation of the Holy Spirit. He was an ordinary man, unschooled, but he hung out with Jesus and filled with the Holy Spirit. The same thing with Barnabas. How did the Bible label Barnabas. The The Bible did not label Barnabas handsome, nice looking, blonde hair, blue eyes, big nose. This is how the Bible labeled Barnabas. In Acts chapter 11, verse 24 and 26, he was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. I want God to label me like that. A good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. Do you want God to label you like that in the book? I like that. I don't want God to label me a handsome man. Only Da is enough. (laughs) Da can label me handsome man. But God can label me full of the Spirit and faith. And look at what happened. So far, a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. He taught. He understood the Bible. He was able to teach the Bible because he was filled with faith and with the Holy Spirit. When we study about the end time in the book of Revelation, about the end time persecutions and the end time um, problems and all the war and all the things happened, I was so convinced that the Christian that going to survive the end time tribulation and go through with victory are Christians who are filled with the Holy Spirit and with the fire of God. If you are not filled, I don't think you can make through it because the persecution is going to be so bad. You need that power to go against the tribulation, to overcome the power of demons in the end time. I believe that in the end time, the work of demons is going to be stronger and stronger than ever before. And you already see this in this country. Pornography everywhere. I heard a TV program that when somebody clicked, try to send out about pornography in America, within a few seconds, millions of people see that program in the, in the internet. Only a few seconds. M- millions of men would see that pornography. Demons are working stronger. We need the Holy Spirit. The closer to the end time, we need even more fire of God. We need even more power of God to go through the end time. I am very convinced more than ever before. Another thing, not only the Holy Spirit give us wisdom, the Holy Spirit gives us understanding and also teach us the Word of God. The last one I want to say, the Holy Spirit gives us supernatural language called speaking in tongues. When you speak human language, you speak from your mind at only the level you understand. But when you speak in tongues, you speak at God's level. And you can communicate with Him at His level. The Bible says that when you pray in tongues, you will be edified. You will be stronger. That's why Christians need to speak in tongues or pray in tongues a lot, to edify yourself. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, God gives you the sign speaking in tongues. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Romans chapter 8, 26 to 27. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Sometimes we don't know what to pray. Sometimes we don't know the circumstance in another city. We don't know what happened to our dad and mom in another city or our loved one. So what do we need to do if we have to pray for those people? We begin to pray in tongues because the Spirit of God knows what is going on with that person in another city. Amen? And when you pray in tongue, it's not your mind praying, but the Spirit inside you praying to the Father. Talking directly, have a shortcut instead of going to your mind, go directly to heaven, and the Spirit of God speak to the Father in heaven, in you. Your Spirit and the Holy Spirit together speaking to the Father praying in tongue is a blessing from God. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit and speak in tongue, I want to encourage you. If that lady in Arizona who just accepted Christ, who that morning, and she came out to be prayed for, to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and she was speaking in tongue, she never even heard this sermon, she never studied about speaking in tongues. When I lay hand on her, she began to open her mouth and spoke in tongues. She never studied Bible. She was a Buddhist, never go to church, but she was filled with the Holy Spirit. It's true. It's real. It's a reality. And she was changed that day on fire. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for sending us the helper, the teacher, the fire of the Holy Spirit that comes to burn on the inside of us so that we can have passion for Jesus. We can love Jesus even more than before. We can understand your word. We can have wisdom from heaven. And we can pray in the heavenly language, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your grace. Through the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. This morning, let me ask you a question. If you happen to die today, are you sure that you will make it to heaven? Jesus said that not everyone who calls me Lord, Lord will make it to heaven. Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. For me, I know that if I die today, I will go to heaven for sure. The Bible says that whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. The Bible also reads, every man is a sinner and falls short of the glory of God. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. I want to make sure that everyone who sits here will make it to heaven. And have eternal life. If some of you here, maybe you have gone to church. Maybe you think you're a Christian, but you're not sure. Today you say, "Mm, maybe I'm not sure I'll I'll make it to heaven. I want to make sure you make it to heaven. If you want to do that, I'd like to pray with you to make sure you make it to heaven. How many people want to make sure you go to heaven? If you're not sure you want to make sure, raise your hand up. Raise your hand up. Keep your hand up like that and pray with me. Follow my prayer. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I need your forgiveness, Lord. Lord, thank you, Lord, for eternal life. Through Christ Jesus, I ask you, Jesus, to come into my life right now Forgive my sin. Give me a new heart, a new spirit. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Christ is my Lord and my Savior. Today, I'm born again for sure. And my name is recorded in the book of life. In Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. Give the mighty hands of praises to the Lord for these people. Amen. Amen.
0: We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at 206. or visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.org You may also write to us at the following address New Hope International Church 9170 Southeast 64th Street Mercer Island, Washington 98040 Thank you very much